0: Welcome to episode 33 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Hello, guys. So, Fabien, if you want to start, please.
1: Hello. Yeah,
0: thanks. Um,
1: so today, I want to talk about headsets again, so the the news um, front are very busy with a lot of headsets currently with especially the release and the availability of the Meta Quest 3 last week that we talked about in the previous podcast. Um, But there are rumors that keep going on as to what's coming next, uh, next year. So obviously the Apple Vision Pro uh, hopefully is coming next year and will be available at quite a very high price. So, the, the rumors that are, uh, that appeared this week are actually on the opposite side, so on the cheapest uh, headsets. So, there is a rumor for a Quest 3 Lite, um, that would be around uh, 200 uh, US dollars, um, and seems like it would be a VR device, so no mixed reality. Uh, the uh, chipset will be the same as the Quest 3 for the Snapdragon uh, 2 and it seems like they will have the Quest 2 uh, lenses. Um, so <clears throat> that puts an image of, uh, I think, yeah, it's very cheap, uh, but of course for that price, I mean, the, the, the quality uh, will be, um, especially because of the lenses uh the the quality will be probably uh quite uh, low and on apple uh, side so it's uh 10 10 times more expensive uh, even the the cheapest one so it's around uh, uh 100 uh, 500 uh 1500 sorry or 2000 uh, for an apple vision uh not pro <laughs> Um, and with a smaller cpu so probably the similar cpu as the one that are in the iphones and uh, no uh, outward screen and probably uh, cheaper materials as well Um, so it's quite interesting to see that um, there are a lot of uh, availability on the headset, the expensive one, and there will be uh, hopefully next year, very cheap one. Um, And I think we discussed that quite a lot here. Um, And my opinion is, uh, we should focus on content on community on uh, every everything around the headsets and that if the industry is only focusing on making uh cheap or very very good as good as possible headsets I'm not sure this is the solution to uh w- to have a very broad um, acceptance of uh, VR and mr but um so I'm curious to to know what you think and as a maybe conversation starter as well we can uh, talk about how one week after the release of the Quest 3, we are seeing a lot of people trying mix- Mixed Reality and th- saying that Mixed Reality is really uh, amazing and fun. So I don't know if it's uh, like a buzz and it will uh, calm down after a few weeks. Um, so, yeah, I. Said a lot of things, so we can dive deep deeper. Uh, Seb, if, if you want sure. to start,
2: just wanted to add the fact that they, uh, the on the Quest 3 Lite, uh, they don't uh, plan to sell uh, controllers with it at that price, so it will be only with end tracking that you can interact with the headset. So we'll see how it goes for them. Um, like you said, I'm, I'm not sure this is the right way to go. Uh, people already bought a lot of Oculus Quest 2, and if the quality remains around the same, uh, I don't see a lot of people buying a new one. Uh, I, I don't see any reason. I think the, the Quest 2 is at 300 right now. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a bit cheaper, but uh, not, not that much, and without controller, I think you lose a lot of VR game capability, uh during tracking is nice, but for all the interaction that doesn't make it a good a good, uh, a good inter- interface for the for the user. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel that it's not going to be a, su- a commercial success. And like you say, uh, I think the the issue here for the it's a community. The fact that you have some some nice contents to go to and interact with other people, and yeah, that's what missing an interact also with different interface uh, with people on PC, Mac, uh, on, on different headset. No limitation around which headset you are using, so you, you build up a, a bigger community. That's my opinion. Cool.
1: Thanks. Again.
0: So basically, the same thing we are uh, saying—we've been saying for for quite some months now. (laughs) Uh, Well, while uh, until we the the the, it's the headsets uh, until we don't have uh, the given uh, application for mainstream users, uh, those headsets are targeted towards. VR specialists or experts right now, and if this is the case, this community won't buy cheap headsets. We, we've seen it with Immersed, uh, I guess it was last week, uh, because people are targeting quality and the experience. They don't want to discover what virtual reality is. Uh, I did a um, uh, student presentation last week, and every one of them uh, already tried VR, and they were well aware of what was, uh, what is, uh, a good experience and what is not. So I let them try older headsets, and they, they simply said, "No, uh, I I can't use these kind of things because the, the quality and uh, the experience itself is not uh, as high as they would like it to be." Because they, they use PS PSVR two or Quest two, so so they are now used to to higher. Um, level of quality for, for those who already know what VR is. Uh, so I, I'm guessing Meta is trying to do an Oculus Oculus Go 2 <laughs> uh, by making this a simpler, cheaper way of uh, trying to to uh, to make people discover what VR is. But I, I don't think this is the step we are here now, the way we are now. Uh, if you want to seduce or make your community grow bigger, you absolutely have to to get those uh, keyer apps or uh, soft piece of software. Because I don't think games will be enough. You will have to have everyday life application. Uh, my my usual example is that you can go. You you have banking app, banking app or insurance app. Uh, uh, maybe for, for you not to go to the the actual building or to meet someone, uh, if you can do your actual uh, everyday transaction or op- account opening uh, without getting outside of your home, I guess this is a, a big plus or a government, uh, governmental uh, application as well. So I think this is the time <laughs> it has been a it's been for a long time but yeah uh, professional need to get their hands on these and understand that VR is something that is going to happen uh, if you want it or not because this is one step ahead to, to, to what metaverse or uh, the new iteration of internet of whatever you, you you call it um, so now it's re- the responsibility uh, of professional to, to make those apps and i guess meta or apple should work hand-to-hand with those uh, uh, those company or at least uh, make them understand that there is a big market here and uh, this is always the same problem because they are seeing that the community is not big enough so they, they, they are just saying no we, we want to invest right now we are waiting for the community to grow bigger and uh, this is always the uh, the same issue here. We had this at the beginning of VR with games because uh, big editors or studio they didn't want to do big VR games because the community was not there. Was not there. Well, mm-hmm. that said, uh, I guess we we all agree on this. But if someone at Meta is <laughs> is listening to us, uh, please do content and software, and not uh, cheaper headsets. It won't solve your community issue. Uh, uh, we believe, and uh, the other thing I saw about uh, Apple Vision Pro is also one issue we we identified at some point is that the 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 headset is too uh, too heavy for people to use, and they are trying to correct it as a, uh, as a major priority. Uh, so by by saying that they want to do a cheaper version, I guess they are getting rid of the the, the screen. That is uh, at the front and maybe maybe they will change the camera the position is the camera position uh maybe closer to the eyes to avoid distortion uh, maybe i don't know <laughs> but we we discussed it and uh, i yeah the, the first version was clearly a showcase and someone, something to make people dream of what the future would be and now uh, come, they, they are coming back to reality with technical issues and uh, uh, maybe less design and more a better experience for the user and when you said the, between uh, the, about the price tag uh, 1500 and uh, 2500 well it's the price of an iphone right now so <laughs> uh, i guess if people are buying iphone at this price is they, they, they will be able to to buy this at, uh, as well
1: yeah yeah yeah, um, I totally totally agree with all what you said. And I mean, to me, the uh, so I have the Quest Two and the Quest Three. And uh, back to the topic of quality, like the difference between the lenses, like it's uh, to me the Quest Three, so the CPU, the lenses, and the mixed quality is really what makes the difference. And if you go back to the Quest Two, as you are saying, like. Uh, for your students, you say like, hmm, I'm no, not sure. No coming back. There's no coming
0: back. <laughs> the, uh, I guess yeah. this is the Butterscotch, uh, or I don't know. The, I can't remember the, the real name of the those lenses, but yeah, you, you can't go back uh, to Fresnel uh, lenses at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: uh, yeah. So, okay, cool. So I think we all agree uh, on that topic. So. Uh.
2: So, yeah, bouncing on, on your topic, uh, Fabien, I think uh, I wanted to talk about mixed reality on, on the different headset I have now uh, tested and, and work with, uh, which is the XR Elite. So, this one, we did a project for Europa Park with this one uh, in mixed reality. We have also now the, the Quest 3, uh, as Fabien talked about, uh, and the links. Uh, Etc. so all of them have a great experience with mixed reality uh, for different reasons actually um, <clears throat> the first one uh, is the XR um in terms of quality of uh, video i think it provides the best quality without distortion when you're moving an object in front of the camera etc there is not a lot of distortion and uh, the video quality even in dark area Uh, are quite good uh, compared to the two other headsets. The Quest 3 in dark uh, environment has a lot of grain uh, in the video Um, and uh, a lot of distortion when you move your hand or something like Fabien said uh, in front of the camera. Uh, So I confirm that it's really annoying, uh, especially when you are moving around also uh, in your space and you are getting closer to objects, that start to, to be a bit weird. Um, so something to, to consider. Uh, however, in terms of lenses and quality of uh, image, the Quest 3 is the best, uh, the, clearly, uh, in terms of uh, what you can render, but uh, also the, the size, the position of the lens, the, the, the fact that even if you are not uh, perfectly aligned, uh, I try to change my IPD a bit, uh, out of uh, mine, uh, and it was still uh, okay for me to look at uh, at the content. Um, about the links uh, and in terms of hand tracking, uh, the links it's it's the best, uh, the best one. Uh, that's really where you can get all the the movement of your finger and really have some some really good interaction with hand tracking. However, the questry is really. Just uh, afterward, uh, I would say um, it has a great uh, great, great and tracking, and also the, the field of view of the end tracking. Uh, you can really put your hand close to your your body, and it's it starts to track already. You can see uh, your finger moving, so that's quite amazing, and also. Um, there is some samples now available where you can uh, have some hand uh, subtraction. So you see your hand in, in front of the of the 3D object, so you can feel like you really interact with it. It's not hidden uh, behind the 3D, it's really on top of it. And for me, it's better than the Vario from the test I did at the Laval uh, Virtual. I really think that they really did a great uh, work on, on the shader so it's, it a bit the fact that it's not perfectly aligned on the border of your finger, but the way they did it, it's yeah, quite quite amazing. And they also have a sample where you can uh, have your finger like this. And when you close it, you see the avatar 3D model that uh, comes in and replace your hand. Um, and same, the transition is uh, quite impressive. Uh, I think the links has a really good hand tracking but when you see the bones on top of it, it feels a bit uh, not aligned perfectly. So I would have to do some tests uh, with trying to mask the hand, uh, but I think it needs some computer vision to achieve a good result. Um, in terms of adjustment of the IPD, the Quest 3 is the best one with the, with the controls uh, underneath that, uh, that you have. The HDSV is okay, uh, but uh, the button is not that uh, easy to use for for a user, and the leaks uh, is the worst because uh, because of the the kind of uh, lens they have. Uh, you can see them here. It's um, really important to be in front of the of the of the lenses, and uh, the way you do that is to uh, pinch here, the, the lenses, like you see here. And so for, uh, for a standard user, it's quite hard to, to do, uh, especially if you wear the, the mask uh, that uh, allow you to avoid having lights coming in, which for me is really important. Um, as soon as you are in a natural environment, you get a lot, of, like you can see here, a lot of reflection coming from the from the side when you wear the headset, and that's uh, that makes it even uh, more important to have the, the lens really in front of your eyes. And pinching that uh, is not that easy to do when you wear it. So yeah, that's overall my my feedback around the headset. Um, so overall, the S3 device is quite good too, uh, but it's more expensive now uh, than the Quest 3. So overall, my choice will be to, to use the Quest 3 for mixed reality uh, experiences because also the processor is the best one on this one. So you, you really get a, a, a huge improvement on what you can render in the headset for the virtual uh, the 3D model and uh, yeah, it's it's really impress you. I don't know if you have any feedback on that, or if you want to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Um, so I tried as well the hand tracking on the Quest 3. And the, 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 the game that uh, is during the onboarding, I forgot the name uh, of the game, but it's really well done. Um, you can really First interact. X. Yes, thanks. Um, so, so it really showcases the capabilities of the Quest Three uh, with the hand tracking, and it feels really natural to like push on the virtual button. Of course, there is no like force feedback, <laughs> but uh, it still feels quite natural, um, and uh, the scenario is quite nice as well. And the transition between VR and MR, so between virtual world and the mixed reality are quite well done as well. Uh, It's quite smooth. So, um, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my, uh, two cents on the hand tracking on the quest three, uh,
0: which I, I, I think is really good. Well, on, on my part, I, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but well, so meaning that one week after the release, they are making some huge, we, we can say huge uh, software updates with those features for the end tracking. So maybe those were not ready at launch or maybe they, are, they have uh, a strategy or of getting us new tools uh, as the month passes, uh, which would be a great thing because uh, we could leave the evolution of the headsets uh, through the through its life, and uh, it could be very very nice to have those huge updates uh, about tracking or maybe distortion or meaning that they are still working on the headset. Uh, they, just, uh, they just they just don't just uh, uh, release the headset and that's all. Uh, and as these are not bugs, those are features. This is very encouraging for for the future. Um so uh, we we talked a lot about, uh, especially the links are1. So I guess uh, Seb, this is uh, more something that is quite disappointing now. and you you answered my question, <laughs> meaning that which headset you will go to if you want to to showcase or do some mixed reality uh, project? I guess this is a, the quest three without uh, much uh, reflection because of the price, power, and, uh overall quality of the experience uh so yeah uh, i i don't know if you if you communicate with the links r1 uh, team but this is what we we were afraid of uh, meaning that they, they, they missed a huge opportunity to 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 be able to sell their headsets uh as a large scale because uh for sure you're not the, the only one that is doing those kind of uh side-by-side review and and uh, uh, unless they, they can uh, improve their headsets very quickly to, to match the competition, uh, unfortunately I, I I don't see how they can uh, make their place on the market because yeah Meta is so huge that yeah it's hard to compete uh, against. So uh, yeah, this is just my point as a, as a. Yeah, I was waiting this review <laughs> to know what uh, etc. I'll I'll have to to buy. But yeah, mm. I, I guess I my mind is made up now.
2: In, in terms of answer, I answered for the for event or for theme park application, for example, or museum application. Um, I think the the questry will be better for that. Um, but if you want to use it as a Professional tool, and, and want to use the camera and uh, have a, a complete uh, access to everything on the headset without uh, revealing anything to Meta. I think the the links is still the best choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning the the, the, the me, because this is a Android system, so I guess you, you don't have those all these uh, account. A meta account and whatever to to get hmm. yeah to be able to develop on this. Okay. Plus you have but... a
2: complete free access on all the cameras and uh, all the the cameras even for the end tracking, so you can do uh, whatever you want with with that to to track better an object or uh, track a, an image or stuff like that, which is not directly available on the Quest Three or on the, on the uh, HTC Vive xr Elite. Um, those access to cameras are, are restricted, so...
0: Okay, so maybe in R&D or research uh, project, you, you could use the length R1 more <laughs> easily because I, I guess mm. you, you said that you can eventually change some component of the headsets as well, if you want. Exactly, uh, yeah. So it's more in a, like open source, mm. very... Uh, lower layer of, uh, of uh, yeah, you can you can touch the hardware, you can touch everything on the software. So yeah, it's it's a very open system. Hmm. But yeah, on um, uh, what yeah, our main uh, business here now <laughs> is this for uh, uh, professional to use those uh, maybe as a, at a middle or large scale and uh, the price tag and the capability of uh, delivering mm. lots of headsets is, of course, uh, on the Meta side uh, because Lynx, uh, they, they, doesn't, they don't have uh, this uh, chain of supply, this chop line chain already uh, yet. Yeah.
2: No, not yet. Uh, also, one, one thing I wanted to mention is the balance of the, the links is mm-hmm. quite good. Uh, the position of the camera is in, like, you, uh, like we are talking about uh, since a couple of weeks, it's really centered, so you have no distortion. Uh, so even if the, the screen has a lower quality, I feel more comfortable walking around, uh, even outside, mm-hmm. with this asset than the other two. Because, because of that, when the when ready, I, I, I managed to get the right uh, adjustment, right calibration, and when I wear those uh side uh, mask, uh, it really uh, is comfortable to walk around and you feel like you are looking uh, with a low quality uh, the, the environment, but with your own eye. Okay.
0: Yeah, One thing I saw, uh, there are some uh, MetaQuest 3 teardowns right now that are being posted, and they are showing that the, the main volume of the headset is the, the battery. So, my question is, why didn't they do like, uh, I guess, the Quest Pro at the battery at the back of the head? That's why it. didn't they do that? Because they, they would have like a 30 I, I guess it is 30% less volume of the assets, which would make it very, very small and put the battery at the back. And by the same uh, way, they, they would balance it better and it would make the experience. Uh, more comfortable, I guess. So I don't know why they didn't do that. Uh, it's, it kind of feels like natural to have the, the battery at the back now.
2: I so, saw <clears throat> a post about uh, how you can do that <laughs> using already the the way they did the, the, the strap on the back. So you can already put a, a battery, uh, external battery on the back of the headset too. <laughs> Prolong the yeah the battery life of the the, the headset, which is very low. uh, One hour and a half in a mixed reality uh, is uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's It's lower than the question, You mean? Uh, Well, it was not doing a a mixed reality. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, one hour and a half. uh, Even if you extend the battery, I think you go up to two and a half hours. Is still a bit low, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you can swap it and, and change uh, the battery on the, on the back, but uh, yeah, um, it's, it's still consuming a lot of battery
1: mm.
2: and it's long to charge. I think it's uh, two hours uh, to charge completely. So, okay, something to consider too, yeah. And uh, if that's it on that subject, I wanted to talk about uh, an update uh, that we saw uh, on LinkedIn this week. Uh, post about uh, a new paper showing four uh, D Gaussian splatting, so having the ability to film a scene uh, with uh, several cameras and then generate a three D model uh, of the of the scene. Um, so as you can see here, uh, it starts to be impressive. Um, so you can see how they shot the video and what what it does when they generate the 3D model and when uh, you're moving around. So yeah, a lot of improvement uh, that happens very soon in, in that uh, area. <coughs> Any thoughts on
1: that? Yes. It's nice to see uh, a competition to the Apple special videos. Um, so yeah, and uh, as you were saying, the progress and the speed of releases and updates on this is is really, really impressive.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have much to say because this is my next topic as well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I was going to say, uh, Guillaume, uh, I guess you have some research and, and then some some search on, on that side. So, yeah, if you want yeah. to switch to your subject, go ahead.
0: Okay. Uh, so, just let me do here. Yeah. So, uh, for those who are... If we weak listeners to our podcast, we, we you already know that I've done some uh, experiments with the Gaussian splitting. Uh, so I had 360 captures and mm-hmm. classic videos and classic uh, pictures as well. So the first thing I did since my first experiment is uh, simply update my hardware because I was really completely fed up of waiting one day, two days to have my uh, data set ready. So I bought, just bought an RTX 3090, uh, which has uh, 24 gigs of RAM, which as they are, they mention now in the documentation of the Gaussian spotting is the minimum for you to have a great experience with the, the algorithm. Uh, so after... Trying this This is a complete no-brainer. If you want to do cushion-splitting, please buy a 24-gigs uh, card, because instead of uh, one or two days, it's like 30 minutes. So you can do a lot more experimentation and uh, use a lot of uh, different data sets as well. Uh, so this is the first thing uh, I want like to share. Um, so if you remember, I I did... Uh, the Gaussian splatting with the the 3D viewer, and now I'm using the Unity uh, viewer because it's uh, way easier to use uh, with the, uh, the the mouse movement, uh, the native mouse mouse movement in, in the interface. Because you don't have to to play to press play to to see the Gaussian splatting results. It's uh, inside the editor, so it's very very nice. You have this. Uh, Cool interface here, very user friendly for you to change different aspects of your Gaussian splitting, which is uh, easier than the native uh, uh, viewer uh, with the Gaussian splitting algorithm. So, if you want to, to try or use Gaussian Splatting, please install Unity as well and this app, uh, this, uh, this project, which is Unity Gaussian splitting very easy to, to find on YouTube and the Git, uh, the, the Git repo uh, as well. So, as I have my new video cards, now I can pass, instead of having 200 to 300 photos, now I can go up like 800 uh, to uh, 1500 photos, which is, of course, uh, way better and I can get it and. Uh, can get the result in less than one hours, which uh, make me, which is very easy to use and uh, it's a better experience. So this was my first take with 360. Uh, it was a 360 video that I uh, cut uh, every two frames and uh, then uh, divide the equi-rectangular result into eight. Different pictures and pass it to to the caution plotting algorithm. So uh, the result is not perfect because uh, first my 360 camera is not that high resolution. But uh, as it was my first test, I didn't go everywhere. I just make a very small uh, pass uh, walks through my uh, my backyard. But you you can see some uh, great uh, some objects are better, render than others. So about the 360 uh, capture. Uh, so I, I told you that you have to do this uh, modification of your input data, meaning that the 360 ECRI rectangular needs to be divided into a simpler uh, picture, and then uh, put to, uh, as a training uh, data set to, to the algorithm. Uh, I tried, uh, to take several 360 picture inside a, a room, uh, unfortunately, uh, this, this room were it was very white, and the the numbers of interest point of interest uh, with this methods uh, was not it, it was not working at all. Uh, the Pound cloud was making uh, was one was not making any sense, and I found out that uh, if you are using uh, Agisoft Metashape, you can use the, the equi-rectangular pictures as an input for, for the training, well, for the positioning of the camera and the uh, interest point calculation. Uh, with this algorithm, my input data, even with the white room, uh, it was working very, very well. Uh, all my uh, capture points were um, found. The cloud was clean, however, uh, you can't use uh, classic PLY point cloud with the Gaussian splatting. It needs to be done with right now with Call map, especially to have those uh, correspondence with the pictures and uh, and the point cloud. So I guess uh, I guess MetaShape will probably have some updates. Uh, for them to support gaussian splatting like other uh software provider like polycam and so on they are all jumping on the boat of uh, of gaussian splatting so we can have we can see some i guess some improvement also in the upcoming weeks when uh, 360 equal equal rectangular equirectangular sorry picture could be used as an input for the gaussian splatting uh, algorithm. So uh, the, I know that some people are using the Nerf Studio algorithm to do so, to, to explode the 360 rendering, but I, I didn't try this uh, yet. So another example I did, uh, as now I have more power, is uh, uh, an old uh, project I, I have done for photogrammetry. And uh, you can see that even with a very simple it was a a, a simple video taken with a, with a, with a phone, uh, not an iPhone, just a simple Android phone and uh, i I moved around a bit uh, at this point to make some tests, and you can see that the result is pretty good for the area covered with uh, the the video. so uh I guess this uh, data set is hey uh, 600 photos uh, taken uh, extracted from the video. Uh, and uh, you can see that the results are very very nice. Um, on this part uh, my next experimentation is about the how you can get some feeling of collision or or... Uh, Uh, Representation, 3D representation of this uh, point, uh, Gaussian splatting point cloud. So I'm now trying to extract the native point cloud and get it meshed, so that you can overlay the Gaussian splatting and the mesh, uh, so that you'll have some kind of collusion or uh, other tools that you can use uh, with these results. So I don't know what you are thinking about guys. But this is where I'm getting I'm, I'm, I'm at now.
2: <laughs> Quite nice. Quite nice. Uh how much does it run? Uh, what what is the frame rate when you play the the scene?
0: Uh, I don't know where the the statistics are. Ah oh, wait, yeah, but I'm not playing the so it would be on the thingy here. I, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, but it's very very fluid. I don't have any problem with this. <laughs> yeah. But once again, this is a a big a big, uh, a big mas- machine I have now. Uh, so, well, yeah, it, it's not that big, uh, to be honest, because uh, I, I I am a, a laptop guy, uh, so I didn't have any uh, PC tower or whatever. So I had to. I sourced every parts on the marketplace to get it the cheaper, <laughs> the cheaper uh, configuration I could get. Mm-hmm. And with all these used parts, uh, I can have a very powerful Gaussian splatting setup for uh, around uh, it's 14, 1,400. So it would be around one thousand euro for for you guys for you Seb and I don't know in uh, in yen for for Fabian, but you, you'll make the calculation. So it's not that expensive for very uh, power capable uh, workstation. Of course, it's mm-hmm. not uh, the, the last generation of the, of those components, but it's 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 doing pretty pretty good for for what we we are seeking. So that's it for me. Uh, one uh, last point uh, is that it's. It's still a bit hard to know how uh, we've seen the results of guys doing the 360 RS1 uh, with the Insta cameras and making those very, very beautiful results with Gaussian splatting. And I still don't know how they are doing that uh, at this point. Uh, It's very strange. I don't know if they have much more uh, computation power or if they have some uh, specific algorithm that they are using to extract the picture from the 360 uh, input data, equi-rectangular data. So I'm still uh, trying to figure out how to do a very nice uh, Gaussian splatting result with 360 cameras, because uh, to, to, to my experience, this is the best way for you to get quick uh quick results quick capture you don't have to turn around and took uh, a lot of different pictures because as you you can see here if you are using a, a more classic methods like photogrammetry or when you are taking um, uh, pictures or you're making a movie of your scene every single once you are not in the range that you've captured capture, capture the, the the result is not is not that good so this could be corrected by using 360 uh, input data because you would be capturing the whole scene uh, at every frame and it would be much easier and uh, efficient to my uh, to my experience so i'm still i'm still trying to do something with the 360 capture because i think this is a this is a key to to have something very very efficient and very uh, uh, very powerful with the cushion spotting.
2: You may need to level up your 360 camera. Then. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Christmas is not that far. Maybe <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I could get some uh, some Insta cameras uh, instead of my, my old Gear 360, but yeah, the, the, the proof of concept have been made, I guess, at this point. So we'll see what, what I can do with uh, maybe uh, better 360 camera at some point.
1: I can make a record for you.
0: Oh, you have a 360 uh, inside 360. So yeah, please, yeah, please do.
1: Okay, well, stay tuned for uh, <laughs> next the episode, episode of the question. <laughs> <discussion.
2: laughs> <laughs> nice park in Tokyo. At at four.
1: Yeah,
0: it starts be nice. to be really bit yeah. I could do some Canadian uh, the color of life, uh, the 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 ma- the magnific- magnificent colors of uh, autumn as well, but yeah, it's a bit late uh, already. with the the red the red colors are are gone. It's uh, it's now more brownish, but yeah, <laughs> can still do some some outside uh, take. We we'll do a a little. Uh, competition to know which captures the best. <laughs> so that's it uh, for me about this. Uh, those experience. So sp- once again, Gaussian splatting, as a lot of people are saying, is probably a very uh, Is very. Uh, it- it's a game changer to the three D scan slash volumetric field, as a lot of people are are doing lots of researches. We've seen what you've presented, Seb, with the video feeds, which opens up new possibility as well. So very, very interesting to to see that the whole community is behind this and they are pushing hard to make it something better, faster. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know if you have anything more to, to add to, to these very intense episodes of Lost in Immersion.
2: No. Good. all good good.
0: okay so this is a wrap up for today and uh, we'll see you guys next week for maybe our uh, new experiments on gaussian splitting uh, new headsets and uh, new